Welcome to SlayerFest98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and today I have three guests with me. Ashley could not make this recording today. Uh, she will be back next week co-hosting alongside Stephanie Williams, because it will be the first episode of SlayerFest98 without me, and I am I have entrusted the two of them, because I know they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so I have three wonderful guests with me. First up, I have senior reporter and producer at Decider.com. Hello, Brett White. What's up? That's me. Hi, Brett. <laughs> and we have voiceover actor and my Twitter husband. Justin Fraction. Hey, everyone. Hi, Justin. <laughs> and freelance writer. Hi, Laura Sarah Cole. I think, and I don't know if we'll all agree, I do think this fourth episode was maybe the best so far of the series. Um, what do you all think? Uh, Brett? Brett, you actually, you got screeners up to four, right? That's what they sent the yeah. screeners out for? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you did yeah. you did too, Laura? Yeah, yeah, I had to write it for work. You're both fucking fancy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, thought that, I mean, I thought this was, I think the first episode is maybe the best first episode of any Marvel show, aside from mm. WandaVision, but that is like, um, that's its own beast. Um, but I do think like that first episode was very, very good. And I think this one is probably my second favorite. Um, also, but when you watch all four of them back to back, like I did with the screeners, it all... I don't recommend it. It becomes too much of a blur. And by the, by this episode, I was just like, well, I'm so tired. I have to watch all these fast because Disney <laughs> doesn't give you the screeners for long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is, are they limited? I didn't realize that. Yeah. There's Usually. A time limit. I, I think I've talked to you about this, but I've never got, the only time I got a screener was for new mutants. Cause I was interviewing, um, blue hunt for logo. And I didn't realize that like, how intense that shit is like it was like my name watermarked over the screen for the whole time well it also detracts from the viewing experience i think um yeah because i mean like both this and hawkeye i had kind of lukewarm reactions to after i binged all the screeners and then when people saw the episodes and were like oh this was fun it was great i was like oh yeah i guess it actually is fun i just (laughs) something about like having your name floating in the middle of the action scenes just really takes you out of it (laughs) Um, but so, yeah, uh, Justin, you, you, you and I did not get screeners. What did you, how have you felt about series and what do you think about this episode in general? I feel bad because I, I think the acting is excellent. I just, I I was not really an Oscar Isaac fan before Mm -hmm. all this, but now I am. Uh, It's, I feel like everybody's acting in a much better show than it really is. But (laughs) this episode was excellent. Yeah. In so far as the past few are yeah. concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you had tweeted this and I might've even mentioned it in the last episode, how like the thing I needed them to get rid of was like the back and forth where like everyone's having a back and forth, but no one's talking about what's going on. Oh, and it's yeah. like, yeah, just fucking oh, like, I was glad that they weren't fighting anymore. I mean, they fought a little bit, but it was like, okay, cool. They are working together. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll right. bring that up later when we get to that. I have an <laughs> issue with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but Laura, I'm curious. What have you felt about the series? I know you you had watched up to this part up to this yeah. point earlier, but um, I, I like um, similar to Brett. Like it, it was a lot uh, overload if you watch it all four at the same time. Like I like I had to because like the time mm-hmm. plus I wanted to get a full realization of it, so I watched all four, and it's a lot. It. especially like I did read the comics because I had to for just to um, understand it a little bit. Um, And 
you know, even after reading the comics, I'm kind of like, I don't know, I don't know the show that well, and my my <laughs> it just didn't like wrap my brain couldn't wrap around the concept of it. But um, I the acting it like I, I agree with Justin. I feel like the actors are just so good, and there's just not. The, well, the Mandarin was horrible in that third episode, but the second episode. But anyway, um, <laughs> but it, it it felt the acting was so good. The actors are so good. The acting is so good. But it's just I feel like it's the the storyline. Not me. You don't know too much about this character in the storyline to care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I only care because I love the the actors and the characters. Um, that like the 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 actors. Um. But I just, I, you know, I, I still, am, I'm not as excited as I, as I, I, as I was when I initially watched it. Because when I watched it, I was like, this is so. The first episode, I was like, this is the best episode. Like, oh my god, I can't wait. And then it kind of was like, oh, I feel like you need to know so much within the next three episodes, mm. um, including this one with the hippo and the, everything. And um, you, <laughs> like, you have, like, you have to know so much. And I feel like it that distract me distract me and like good, the good thing is i did do the research but it's like at the same time if i didn't i would be like so lost in this in this series um and so yeah but i i, I love i love the actors they, they're doing such a great job i just i'm not i'm not like feeling it as i have done with the other ones because of my um connection to it that's i that's totally fair uh brett how have you felt about it i mean it's I think it's interesting that so like this is the very first uh, Disney Plus show that is like brand new. Like, you know, this isn't mm-hmm. a character from the movies. This isn't, you know, supporting characters from the movies. This isn't a concept from the movies. And there are almost no MCU references, period. Like yeah. there's a passing m- mention of Madripoor in episode three. Uh, and there's a global repatriation, whatever council ad in episode two. That's it. So it does feel like this just isn't a Marvel show, which I think for someone like me, like I like the references. Like if, if they would joke about like, oh, yeah, we could go over there. But oh, Mysterio destroyed that, you know, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> like because he's in London. Mysterio was just there. Um, I don't know. Like so. But that's I don't know. That doesn't make good television or good storytelling. But just as a Marvel fan, I do kind of like that stuff. Um, and also, uh, it's kind of the, uh, what I also like about Marvel stuff is how true they are to the comics. And this isn't, and not in a bad way, because again, like Moon Knight is a character that very few people are precious about. Um, right. But it, it is interesting that they, you know, have taken him out of New York. They've changed who Stephen Grant is. They haven't introduced Jake Lockley yet. The Marlene is now Layla. There's no Frenchie. There's no uh, Crawley's a silent street. Like, <laughs> and again, these yeah. are all characters I didn't know who they were uh, six months ago before I did all my research. <laughs> but it is, but it is weird. I mean, it's kind of like with Shang Chi, where they just like completely were like, uh, we'll take one aspect of his origin, and then everything else is totally brand new. But I feel like Shang Chi did a better job of creating interesting stuff around it. Whereas I don't know, like Moon Knight I'm enjoying, but I'm still, I'm almost like still waiting for Moon Knight to show up weirdly. Like it doesn't feel like yeah. he's in the show, even though he's like three or four different characters at the show. <laughs> I, I actually could totally see that, you know, um, shit. Who did I talk about it with today that they said that they said like, you know, it just feels like Moon Knight's not even in it. Like, was there a complaint? And I do kind of get that complaint because he's not. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, a thing I was doing last week in the recording, 
I kept being like, pop quiz, why are they doing this? Because I feel like we have lost the plot a little bit. <laughs> um, where they're doing like the Mandalorian thing, but it's it's not quite working. Um, where it's like, you need to go on a quest and find mm -hmm. this. And like, I, I still couldn't really tell you 100% like what the, the stakes 100% are. Aside from like, uh, Harrow's gonna wake up this god who's like clearly not good. Yeah, there's too yeah. much. Like they had to go, they had to find the sarcophagus to find the map to get to the tomb to find the Ashubti or whatever. Like, there, there's yeah. a lot. It's just a lot of like kind of video game style. Like you know, the princess is in another castle kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. And that's been like a little driving me nuts. But Laura, as you mentioned before recording. It was a good choice. If you have to have like one actor holding a series, it was a good choice to pick. Oh, Oscar yeah. Lessons, right. Yeah, like, I feel like, yeah, like, especially if you don't uh, don't know this character, like you mm -hmm. don't have the like origin. The fact that you, you need to have a one, a strong actor and two, one that's loved by so many people. Because yeah. like, I think there's like people like me who will watch Oscar Isaac just eat a carrot all day on <laughs> um and i would and um and he would do an amazing job eating that carrot but like i i feel like yeah it's great that they got him and ethan hawk too they got two legendary like great actors well ethan hawk's a legendary um ethan they got two great actors to yeah. portray these main characters uh the villain and the hero um because i feel like if you got anyone else people would just be like okay because the story isn't as it, like the the story isn't drawing me in as much as the the actors are drawing me in the character the the, the what who who's in the in the series that are drawing yeah. me in and so I feel like if you were to have you know some like like and I, I I always appreciate unknowns being like getting there or lesser known actors to get the big roles and I really want them to um, but I feel like for these kinds of characters who we don't know much about it should be a bigger name. Um, Shang-Chi I knew like I think a lot of people knew because it's the first Asian character but then I yeah. with this not, you know Moonlight wasn't like is, is not it really is, he's not in any any uh, you have to really know the comics to to understand Moonlight and so yeah. I feel like it's great that we have Oscar Isaac as the, the lead and he's also a great actor so I feel like he makes me interested in Steven uh, and Mark so I, I'm glad that he's he's around because it, it draws me in. It draw it drew me in, and he's the reason I'm keeping I'm staying in too. Yeah, yeah, and I do think right. They're like they're getting there because like last episode last week did have the adventure part, especially like half of this episode too, is like they're doing like horror light mummy light, and I do appreciate that. Um, I just, there, there's been like something missing and I can't really put my finger on it. And I almost think maybe it's that we don't have more of a cast. Uh, I don't know. Justin, what do you think? Okay. Like I grew up watching those movies like Indiana Jones yeah. and romancing the stone and vibes. And that's sort of what I thought of when you mentioned them traveling around from place to place to on their adventure. But I think at times it should be bigger. Like this mm. last episode, I don't, I, I didn't hate the episode. I loved it, but uh, it, it, there were points where I'm like, okay, you can do a little bit more here. Um, <laughs> and uh, also Oscar Isaac, I, I realized this episode that he's good because I like Mark and I hate Steven yeah. so much. 
he annoys me. I'm like, how does that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and like, he does it. He definitely does a good job. I think Stephen is just more dynamic. Right? Wait, you said you love Stephen but hate Mark, right? Oh, I like Mark. I don't like oh. Stephen's kind of whiny to me because <laughs> they do this thing where that happens later on in the episode where they shouldn't be hesitating to do certain things, but then they do. Yeah, like uh, with uh, Layla finding out that information about you know her father. Number one, she trusted Arthur, and number two, they're trying to save the world. But first, I'm going to hold everybody up while I ask you questions about right. yeah, like that annoys me to no end. It really does. And it really is like, that's funny. When that was happening, Justin, I literally wrote in my notes, I hate when anything, like, I hate this plot point in any show or movie where it's like, wow, we need to like hurry up and do this thing, but I'm going to pause and we're going to talk about like this thing the villain told me because I'm going to trust the villain. Like, it feels like, hey, maybe you talk about that later. I'm I'm not going (laughs) to act like I wouldn't do the same thing, though. (laughs) I mean, I would appreciate Layla being a little more petty about it, just coming back like, oh, no. No, no, I'm glad you got that. Uh, also, you killed my dad, but we'll talk about that later. Like, right, he's yeah, just like, yeah. really just like, put a pin in that, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that'll be fun. I mean, I also, I'm the I'm the idiot that sides with Star-Lord in uh, Infinity War, because if I found out that Thanos had killed my husband, I also would lose my shit, so... Brad, I was thinking that, but I didn't want to throw you under the bus. I was like, no, I do remember I, that. I will note it. That oh. entire movie is people making the choice to either destroy a stone or, like, say, Dr. Strange should have just destroyed the time stone. Uh, this is a whole other movie. <laughs> it's a whole other discussion. But uh, it isn't just Star-Lord. Literally every single Avenger could have stopped it. Why is it all on Star Lord anyway? Um, I mean, we can argue. That's a whole another podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so we'll get into the episode before we talk about Star Lord too much. Uh, so we open on Kanshu being placed on the shelf with like all the other imprisoned gods. It's which, like the it's like the like uh, god return rack at like a Walmart or whatever. It's like the go backs <laughs> or whatever. See, I was gonna say it reminded that very much reminded me of Indiana Jones. It's like ooh, all these yeah. artifacts. The um, yeah, yeah. Um, then we cut to like Layla trying to wake up Mark slash Stephen, and I will say this: I loved, I loved. I she is a very good character for how little we've gotten of her. Like I enjoy mm-hmm. her. Um. And I appreciate, and I've said this before about her, you know, oftentimes in the MCU, especially if it's a woman and they're like not the superhero, they like are pretty useless, right? Like they can't fight, they can't hold their own, or they get there eventually, like Pepper Potts did eventually. Um, But I like that right from the start, she's like very much capable. Like her first scene at the end of it, she was like out a window, right? Um, (laughs) And I liked this, that she like, you know, she wasn't being like overly uh she was she wasn't being like overly sentimental. Like she was trying to get him up and then was like, all right, I gotta leave him so I can fight these guys and like hit in the truck so she could throw a fucking flare on it and blow it up. Um, She's, she kind of is an interesting middle ground because like you said, there's either like the Jane Foster style love interests or there are the like Peggy Carter incredibly competent, can yeah. you know, just kill anyone. And what I like about Layla, she's very much kind of a realistic believable version of like an indiana jones type like she isn't a great fighter but she's a good scrapper and she's like quick on her feet um you know later on when she's fighting that like mummy i just love how like (laughs) intense it was (laughs) for her it was really great so i I, yeah i mean she's honestly the lead of this episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yes. Um, yeah, Laura, what do you think about Layla? Uh, I love her. Um, yeah. I, I love one. I love seeing a woman of color um, yeah. and, you know, in, in this leading role. Um, and also I love that, you know, she is scrappy and um, she's a survivor and, you know, and she, her, she, her, she, her roots are uh, her father, you know, going with him to these, um, these digs and everything. And I, I just love how human she is. Cause like she, there's no superpowers. Mm. She's just like, she's just as a normal person. And like, she's tired after fighting. She's actually showing like, <laughs> yeah. she's like yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm like tired. <laughs> like, she's not just like, okay, get back up. I'm going to go. She's like right. sitting there. She's like, Oh, I need to rest. Cause I'm a real person. Who <laughs> yeah. just thought of Effie mummy. So, and, it, and it was just one mummy too. It's kind of like what the Uruk high on Buffy where it's like, man, that one took him a long time, but then, <laughs> Yeah, later when, it's when like there's a whole bunch of them. It's like, oh, now they're just regular vampires. I like yeah, that they treat yeah. one mummy it, with the weight it deserved. Yeah, she's just like she goes like, I'm tired. I'm gonna sit and like rest here while that creepy guy talks to me. Um, <laughs> uh, and and but yeah, but the, the, that's what I really like about her because like they don't make her into like she gets back up. Like there's so many shows, shows and movies that they like they, they struggle and this fight and it's like it's over and it's like. Huh? And they get up and they and they move on like yeah. nothing happened. And with her, she's just like sitting there, like, oh, I need, I, I need to sit. Like that's how I am. I'm like, I, I, if I go running, I'm like, I need to sit here for like five hours and then <laughs> get up. Um, and like, yeah, and I love that that about her. And she's, um, she's just smart and like, I, I she, she's worthy of. She's a regular person worthy of being the successor. And that's what I like about her. Yes, yeah, she really is. Um, and that's like unlikely like i don't know like one could think like oh Conchu was just fucking with him but like he wasn't she very much would make sense as the avatar right like she she would um and i like that about her and i also i like that she's she's also like she's a little hard but she's not like too hard where like because like for a while also like if the women could fight they were all black widow right where they didn't they were just very more stoic um, and I like that she is crushing on Steven because Steven is like so unlike Mark and is like this like tender soft boy. Um, <laughs> and like it makes sense for this like badass survivor to like kind of crush on like the like tender boy who's anxious, right? Like, I mean, also he looks like Oscar Isaac, so right. I feel like no matter what. <laughs> That's the thing that I keep like I was rewatching it. It's just like, yeah, he's this weirdo nerd who works at a, you know, a museum, but it's like he looks like Oscar Isaac. And I'm trying to like think of all the like oh people God. I've ever met in my life who kind of have that Stephen Grant personality where they're very just like, man, you you don't have it together. I can't I can't talk to you for too long because if I stay around too long, you're gonna keep me there for an hour kind of vibe. They never look like Oscar Isaac. And I really do wonder what that would be like. It is we, the most unbelievable thing of this whole series for me. Yeah. Of, the, of all of it. The hippo could be real, whatever. It's the most unrealistic thing for Oscar Isaac Steven to say, I never had a girlfriend. I'm like, F you. <laughs> yeah, I can I can honestly say that no, you're right. We never do look like Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I do wonder how long Stephen Grant has existed though. Like those are the questions I'm wanting uh answers uh for is, you know, is yeah. he, you know <laughs> because of, like Layla never knew that he existed. So for a long time Stephen wasn't around or was only popping up sporadically. So hopefully we'll get that next episode because I'm I'm sure next episode is an origin episode. I have a very stupid thing to bring up, which I've been thinking about this a lot. 
So one of my favorite um, high shows to watch is American Dad. It's very fucking stupid. I'm not pre- trying to pretend it's like this great show. It's like very, it's like Family Guy. Family Guy weren't cruel. Um, and like, it's just like stupid. Um, and there's, I don't know if any of you have ever watched it. Probably not. Yeah. There's an alien named Roger and he has like a bajillion personas. And that's always a joke where they're like... <laughs> you're a real estate agent. How'd you have time to do that? And he'll just like make a stupid comment and it's never explained. Um, and his personas are like doctors, real estate agents. Uh, there's an assassin. Um, like one, like was like, he was playing a wife who was like in a coma and he had been in a coma for years. And like, they're like what? <laughs> yeah. And so like, I keep thinking of that with this. Cause I'm like, all right, if Layla had no idea, but they were married, how did he end up like there with this fake accent working at him? Like he has a job. Um, and I just always imagine him being like, ha ha ha. And just like making a joke and never explaining how he did both. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it this episode, and I don't mean this in a bad way, it almost felt longer because it has like two separate, almost three separate parts, right? It's Layla in the beginning here, then they like travel to the site. Then they go in the tomb, and then it's the the fake whatever um, institution. But I don't know. What did Justin? What do you think of like the fact that it had that many? Did that bother you for this episode? Um, <laughs> this is going <laughs> to sound terrible. I forgive a lot because Oscar Isaac is in this. But here's the thing. Once it got to that part where they switched and everything got all, I'm like, you know what? More Oscar Isaac. Now there's two. It's great. It's fine. I rolled with it. And then I realized that's a story from the comics. And so it's nice that they're doing that and bringing that in, something like that in. But yeah, it didn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Brett, what did you think? Now, I think uh, what I liked about it was like, when they do the switch at the end to the uh, to the psych ward, we like you look at the the running time. It's like oh, there's still 16 minutes left. Now eight of that is commercials or um, credits, I'm sure. But I, I just very much appreciated that they, they gave us a meaty helping of this uh, paradigm shift instead of doing the thing where it's like he wakes up in the hospital and it's like wait till next week. Like, right. So it, it felt it, it, it was a nice. Uh, coda where i was just like what is happening uh, <laughs> which I, I appreciated yeah yeah uh yeah. so it, well, yeah. oh yeah doesn't this remind <laughs> you of like the buffy episode yes yeah. oh my <laughs> god i've been waiting for you to bring it up i that, i was i was gonna yeah. bring it up when we got there because um laura have you ever watched buffy i don't know oh yes i did uh, yeah okay. I, I watched it growing up because i always whenever i have people that are uh whatever I have people that I mostly have on for Marvel episodes. And I'm always like referencing Buffy and I'm like, is this just like, Oh God, the, this idiot's bringing up Buffy again. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. That's what I'm always. <laughs> but so yeah. in season six, there's an episode called normal again. And I, I mean, I guess it's kind of a trope, but it felt very influent. It felt like very much that episode. It's but, a trope. Like, yeah. 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 I've seen it multiple times. Yeah. Um, But so I, I almost wish that, we could have had a shortened, I don't know. I feel like we could have had a whole episode in that tomb and it would have been cool. Um, cause I was surprised that like, you know, the, the, the mummy was, I liked that it was like kind of gross looking. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. wrapped in whatever and like making silly noise. It was like, you know, making creepy horror movie, clicky tongue poppy noises. And like, 
Oh it my was gosh. murdering that man who was like the fake cop on that table. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, Justin, what were you going to say? Like that, the, the mummy, like she broke off the hand yeah. and the arm and then it was stabbing her with the, trying to get with the bone. Like, like they really, they really went all in with that. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> now uh, it freaks me out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, and I love that. Like they still, when Steven like throws the table and he's like, I squished it. Oh, I squished it. And is like freaking out. But then we get her on the ledge. And I actually like did find that creepy where like it, like we see the hand first oh, and then yeah. it pulls her into the shadow. Oh. And we, mm-hmm. I, I also like that we still immediately see that she has fight in her. Cause she's like pulling back out and it's pulling her back. And she like rolls over and throws them both off the cliff. Um, <laughs> I, that was pretty badass. I thought, yeah, <laughs> like I could have I could have done with an episode of like hijinks like that. Um I mean in some ways that's what I signed up for. Like I, I it made me realize how much uh you know the the Indiana Jones duck tales of it all, which yeah. I mean I'm sure parts of it definitely don't age well because it's a bunch of uh you know uh white people telling stories about raiding right. tombs in Egypt, which isn't good. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's like a genre you don't really uh, see much anymore, so it's fun to see. Yeah. yeah. Also, the shots were really nice. Like, I really oh, like yeah. the shots that they had. Like the like the the way that the angles and everything, and hit the the mummy taking her back into the shadows. I I was like, whoa, that was a really good shot. Like when they yeah. pull her and then she, it comes back out. Um, I I really enjoy. I really enjoyed the the, the way that it was shot. This whole episode was shot though. I, like they did a really great job in um making it feel like an adventure. Um, very Indiana Jones style, of course, but also like just like different different from what i feel feel for an, for uh, anime for marvel marvel yeah. like marvel studios it's very i like this is the thing that makes it kind of different for me like pulls yeah. it pulls it differently for me so i really like that aspect of it yeah and you know it's weird right because i i agreed with everyone like in the start it's like it still feels like there's something missing so it's not like my favorite but i do really appreciate that they are doing something so different like you said laura like even if I'm not, even if it doesn't end up being one of my favorites, I still like do appreciate how different it is and how we're like doing a mummy adventure, right? In a tomb. Like there's not, like, that's not a Marvel movie where it's not like they're not, you know, shooting, you know, energy beams or whatever. It's just like, oh, these there's are two way. people. There's still two more episodes. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> true. We did say that about WandaVision and then the final episode, it was, you uh. know. <laughs> shoot, shoot, zoom, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so I, after she, you know, gets rid of that mummy, I did hate the Arthur Harrow of it all. And I do feel like Arthur Harrow, while Ethan Hawke is great and we get to see him like do some range in this episode, mm-hmm. Arthur Harrow still just feels like, oh, he's just a dude that wants to do something bad. Like the rest of the like human Marvel villains. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and what I haven't seen anyone really talking about is that his, you know, his scheme is winter soldier like that's the that was the exact same villain scheme and it's a villain scheme we've like seen it's minority report it's you know um and so i don't know like it's still like a really interesting moral uh you know quandary etc but when you've seen it done so many times it's kind of like oh yeah that again okay like, yeah, we're doing yeah, because cool, cool. yeah. like it was too quickly that suddenly everyone was part of his cult, right? And it was like, well, this feels like Hydra, like again. <laughs> um, I don't know, and I, 
I, I do agree with you, Brett, though. I, I know that we are probably in the minority, but I do like the references. Like, I don't like that feels very comic booky to me. So I do like it when it's like they're just like if they did say, oh, well, Mysterio, you know, did this like that's what they do in the comic book. So I do like that shit. Um, but I could see where it would be a positive for someone like else to be like, yes, I like that they're not making all these comic booky things. Um, but I do pop quiz, Justin. How did he know where to go in that maze? Because of the eye of Horus that they but drew. How, and how he did he know that's tongue? what it was? Because Stephen knew, and I guess he figured it out from them walking there and they're like oh there's six sides oh this gotta be that and then he drew it and he's like okay we'll go here first all right i feel I like think- i feel like steven is like represented like uh, if you read the comics too but like steven is representative of the geeky side of like the, the knowledgeable side of mark because mark is the brawn and i feel mm. like steven because he's never had a girlfriend before. Oh no, <laughs> uh, he he stays home and read books, reads books all day and everything. And so I feel like he's he's super knowledgeable and he knows his his stuff and that makes him useful. Um, and because like if you if he didn't know, then it's like what is the scared guy personality? What's the purpose of him? And so they made him like the brains, ever, and then Mark is the is the bronze. Um, and. So I feel like Stephen kind of there's a whole purpose for him. He knows all his his stuff. Like um, he knows he he knows he needs to um, he knows everything about the the like Egyptian and all the history stuff. So I feel like he I feel like he kind of knew like one just being in there. Hmm. All right. And then follow up question, Laura. How did how did he know it was Alexander the Great? Oh, uh, I oh. Oh, because I think he said it has to be a pharaoh, and then he he said some other stuff that made sense that he knew it was Alexander. Yeah. He said mm-hmm. some stuff that it made sense. So I was like, oh, because I'll, like he's Cleopatra's son, and then I think Caesar, Caesar, and I forgot all the history shit. But, anyway, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but he he did mention it. Well, how he knows it's Alexander the Great. Oh, but also because uh, like Alexander the Great is unaccounted for. We actually haven't ever found his uh, tomb. And so since he was finding a tomb, a pharaoh that's never been yeah. found before, I don't know, like process of elimination. How many have we found all the pharaohs? Have we, have we caught them all? Cool. Yeah. And when if he, he knows was... his shit, then I feel like he would know, like just by looking at the etchings and all that, all that stuff. Um, like, because like, I, I think he mentioned it. He knew it was Alexander the Great. Anyway, I, I think you need to like, like, I feel like people need to know like history stuff, too. So that's that's why I was like, OK, I need to look this up. <laughs> <laughs> the hieroglyphics on the tomb were Macedonian. Yeah. And that's who Alexander the Great was. And oh. that would be different from everyone else of the period. So he guessed it was Alexander because of that. All right. All right, I'm I'm willing to buy that. Well, uh, <laughs> I watched it like two hours ago. <laughs> I I just I, we a little bit like blow past some of that sometimes, and I'm like, right, I'm at it. But also, I am a dumb dumb with ADD, so like, it's very possible <laughs> I just didn't pay attention right. Um, it's hard I, to pay attention when you have Oscar Isaac in your face. <laughs> it just is hot people like being cool. I'm just like, mm, this is great. Um. I did love him in the tomb, though. I liked that Stephen was the one who found it. And like, you know, even I, I forgot to mention this, but when they f- so when they first we need to talk about this, when they're first going to the tomb and him and Layla kiss, 
I liked that we had a perfectly cut scream. I'm a big fan of when he punches himself and he starts screaming, but then we cut. Like, I'm a big fan of, there's isn't there like a Twitter account? It's like perfectly cut screams. Like, I love that shit. Always makes me laugh. <laughs> but so the thing I love about Steven is he gets down there and he's immediately nervous and scared, right? Because he can't, Layla's the only one that can fight. And I love what he says. I wrote this down. Um, if they sprang to life right now and asked me a riddle for passage, I'd be thrilled. I'd shit myself, but I'd be thrilled. Like, I love <laughs> that um, because, like, I feel that, right? Like, I'm a fucking nerd. I also can't fight. Um, so I would be like, oh, this is cool, but also I'm scared. Um, and I just like that that's, like, consistent with him. Like, when he sees Alexander the Great and he's like, oh, my God. And he, like, figures it out pretty, like, early on what it is. Um, he's just very excited yet scared. And he portrays that really well. <laughs> also not when like not shy at all about being like oh okay this you know thousands year old mummy i need to uh, take off the face bandages rip off his jaw and stick my hand down his down his throat and i was like that's wow okay you jumped right in there had to <laughs> but can we go back to that kiss though i really appreciated the kiss looking really awkward in the beginning oh, yeah. because yes because i love that like there's mark who's like suave and you know he's gonna like he's gonna get it but then steven was like uh, I'm going to, I think my tongue, my mouth goes here and I move <laughs> forward. And I was just like, I really appreciated that they did that. <laughs> yes. Um, and like, I, cause I was annoyed when, when a Mark is like, also he passes by a lot of mirrors. Um, but like when he's in that tent and Mark's like, you like her, don't you? Blah, blah, blah. Don't you dare touch her, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, everyone relax. You're all, you're still the same person. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like you said, Laura, he still asks, right? Like, Mark is hot, and then even if he's a geek, he still looks like that. So, like, all right, even though he can't like fight, he's still hot. Yeah, um, she's like, You smell like him, which makes sense. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she said that. She goes, like, but it makes sense because you're still him. I'm like, Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we like I feel like sometimes forget that it's like yeah it would make sense that she he looks and smells exactly like him because it's the same person um so we get uh he does put his hand down the mummy's throat throat um and I do like that shit how like uh, I what does he say like I'm sorry Mr. Great like I thought that was very <laughs> charming <laughs> <laughs> um but then we get Layla coming in and uh Justin what is she what is the annoying thing that she does <laughs> Well she well first she believed the villain right and that's pretty stupid um and then second she holds them up from running out of the room when they should be leaving she wants to have a conversation about her life Right. Um, Brett, do you have a rebuttal to defend? <laughs> well, I mean, did did Arthur say something like, well, I mean, she, he doesn't tell her so much. As she, he's like, like, what do you think happened? And then she's like, right. he'll, like, doesn't he kind of like lead her there? So it kind of like implies that she's kind of maybe known this. She's always had the inklings and maybe he just like, you know, yeah. nudged her in that direction, maybe. Um, and yeah i mean it is ridiculous that she's not like we can do a walk and talk man like because (laughs) she knows she literally just saw the bad guy so she knows they're in there too as well as like killer mummies so (laughs) they could as well as killer mummies (laughs) yeah they could get out yeah as opposed to like party mummies who just want to party the killer guy (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so he uh, he picks up that cool gold axe, um, and then he does let Stephen take over. Which that's the shit I like. I like them like being like, yes, uh, Stephen, you are more adept at figuring out you know what the fuck is in this tomb mark you are more adept at kicking the shit out of people so let's do this that together. really burns my biscuits that's one of the reasons why i hate steven because <laughs> there have been so many times especially recently even in this episode where he <laughs> should have just let mark take over but no like they can switch back and forth like I why are you say, holding i love on? that you said burn my biscuits that's my favorite thing to say <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> i don't say it i hear it and i love it anyway but yeah yeah mark well steven just is scared to be stuck in that thing i'm not right. i'm like the biggest steven defender um <laughs> he doesn't want to be trapped again because he if he knows he's gonna be back in there and he's gonna be like it's so lonely i'm just like oh baby like it's like i'm <laughs> him um, I mean, even though it's dumb and he should protect himself by having Mark, but at the same time, I know he doesn't want to go back in there because he'll be stuck there. Like, um, because Mark, like Mark wants, uh, like, is, is more dominant. Yeah. Yeah. So he tells Layla to run. He does kill like three of those dudes. I was like surprised that, um, and uh well he also he also does come clean like he does not waste time and right. being like yes like yes i was there when you know i didn't kill him i tried to stop him and then i got shot and then i was reborn like okay you got it <laughs> so so i also like that like they didn't draw out that well i guess they kind of drew out that mystery because he introduced it last episode and then it's in this episode but at least that's now settled and we can keep dealing with it however they're right. going to right yeah and um yeah, yeah and that's that's very much Moon Knight origin stuff, and it confirms a lot of, you know, this, this shit. Layla is actually Marlene Alrune. Yeah. <laughs> it was Moon yes. Knight's love interest in the comics, who's uh, very much doesn't have anything to do in the comics. Like, she's just a, <laughs> the blonde woman that lives in Moon Knight's mansion. And yeah, that's God, about that's it. What I, that's so. what my life could be. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Come home. <laughs> I just get to like sit in a nice mansion all day. That sounds great. I can do this. Yeah. I can do this podcast still. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so he kills three of the guys and then Arthur Harrow shoots him twice. Uh, and I know, Laura, you mentioned how this episode shot really well. I thought that scene looked really cool mm -hmm. when he's like falling back into that pool of water that we don't really know what it is. And then he just like. It's like as he's falling, then we go up close to his face and we see the water like engulfing him. Um, I thought that looked. Do so y'all cool. remember? Do y'all remember that that petition from like I don't know ten years ago that was like petition like let us drink the the sarcophagus juice. Oh my god! <laughs> like, someone like they they found it went viral of like some tomb. They opened it up and it had like this fermented looking like blood red Ooh. juice in it and so Ooh, someone started a petition like let us drink the tomb juice or something and i don't know i always found that hilarious and so and i think about it way too much for some reason and so when he was falling back in that tomb juice i was just like oh he let him he let him drink the tomb juice it's so weird to hear that like, it's just so <laughs> <laughs> i feel so disturbed hearing that tomb juice. But, also, but also like that's honestly like more so than hair or, or Amit or anything else i'm like the the gun wounds going into whatever bacteria is in that thousand year old stagnant yeah that's that's the trip that's why that's why he's freaking out 
That's true, because that water would be, like, disgusting. Oh, my God. Um, also, probably would be, like, thick. Not, like, just, like, looking like water. <laughs> um, uh, then we get um this, like, weird TV show interlude. Um, Brett, do you want to uh, break down the weird oh, TV show that we get? <laughs> well, no, it, like, it goes to full black, and then, like, a little flashlight, you know, pops up, and then... As as it comes up on, uh, we see that it's a four by three aspect ratio. I always loved aspect ratios as uh, storytelling yeah. uh, signposts. Um, and there's also like a VHS rasterization, like film grain over it. So you can tell that it's like supposed to be an old VHS tape. And then it is the kind of TV show that you would watch on UPN at like 4 p.m. on Saturdays is the yeah. <laughs> is the kind <laughs> of vibe that Tomb Buster is. And this is the first indication of like, well, it's like the first inkling of an explanation we have as to why Stephen Grant talks the way he does, because the lead of the show is a British adventurer named Stephen Grant. And so it's right. I don't know. It seems very implied to me that like, OK, yeah, this is definitely mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac's idea of what Stephen Grant's idea of what an English accent sounds like. So that explains the weird Dick Van Dykeness of it all. Um and it's also, okay, but, it's a really interesting, oh, what? Go for it. It's your show. Wait, but, okay, I do. No, it's fine. I do have a question, though, because I that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. I was like, oh, but this is all not real. So, like, uh, like, I, I mean, we don't, like, I, I think that it's definitely not corporally real. Right. Uh, it is definitely like an influence. Well, uh, we uh, we don't know that actually. Um, it could there's a small chance it could be real. Uh, but I do think like I would assume. I don't think the Stephen Grant persona had like is definitely a thing that Mark subconsciously created is what I assume. And so it does make sense that he would kind of create a version of like his childhood hero and and not make him heroic for some reason. <laughs> Well, right. And like, that does make, I, yes, that like kind of makes sense, but I was just thinking of it in like, oh, but this is fake. So that is just like some silly thing. Cause like, you know, everyone, everyone we see in this institution is a character we saw earlier, but we've only had four episodes of the show and there have not been a lot of like, I, I think I only recognized the, the boss from the museum, the woman with the blonde hair, Donna, and then Arthur Harrow until I read your synopsis, Brett. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, the two orderlies are the two cops from the other episode. And in the um, comic books, they are the orderlies in the right. like mental institution hallucination mm-hmm. that Mark has. So, yeah, it's yeah. And then there's just Probably. like the entire sequence is just filled with nothing but Easter eggs to the previous three or four episodes. Like, right. Everything. Cupcakes, goldfish. uh mm-hmm the cane, the sandals, the Alps painting. Like, yeah, it's really, really in depth. Yeah. And there's like a woman drawing Conchu. Um, yeah. And Justin, remind me, I might be incorrect. Was it you that really liked Legion? I remember one of my friends. I was going to bring up Legion as soon as you gave me an in. (laughs) Go ahead, Justin, take the floor. (laughs) It it reminds me of the first episode of Legion a little bit in that, you know, it's a very, wait, wasn't there a, po- a part of the when Arthur Harrow was talking, Doctor Harrow? He mentions that this is the psychic realm or something like that, or that it's he implies that it's not necessarily. Wait, really? 
he says he something about like we like all of our perception is not real, but it's like psychically real or so he says something really weird. And then yeah. the example he uses is now a pen is a writing utensil to me, but a chew toy for a dog. Both are correct. And it's like, OK, that that makes a lot more sense than the way you described it beforehand, where it sounded like you were admitting that this is all a hallucination. So I don't know, man. <laughs> it was very legion-y is what. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, because like I I think I watched the first season of that show, but yeah, I felt I was thinking of both. Like literally my notes say this is all very buffy, normal again, and Legion. Um, because in Legion wasn't like the set very like pure white. Uh no. Was it, no. it was like orange? It was very 70s, right? Like 60s, yeah, 70s. Yeah, shaggy, yeah. I thought the I thought the institution was, but I've but I, I kept thinking of both those things. Um I do I, I liked this all. I liked, um, I just wish that there could have been, I don't know. I don't know how it would have paid off better with like all the references because it's like, we haven't had that much time and like, all right, a fucking cupcake. That was, it was just the stupid truck he was driving. Like it wasn't, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like a big deal. Um, so like I even missed that until I read your, uh, your piece, Brett, but I did like it. I enjoyed this. Um, I found the Arthur Harrow scene. I was like, Oh look, they're giving Ethan Hawke more to do. Um, but I, I found it, it was like, all right, just, just go away. Like, get away from him. We know what is going on. Um, but so then he runs away and he like hides in a room and then he finds a sarcophagus. And I loved when he finds, it's Mark that finds Steven, right? Yeah. yeah Mark finds yeah. Steven. I loved them hugging each other. Like that made me very happy. <laughs> It was really sweet because it was like they've been adversary. They were hella adversarial yeah. just earlier in this episode. But then, <laughs> you know, waking up in a strange land and finding this other half. And it was really sweet. And also, do y'all know that Oscar Isaac's real brother was the stand in for the other one? <laughs> Whenever oh, shit, he was no. playing Steven, his real brother was on set playing Mark and then vice versa. <laughs> Does he have a, it's not a twin, right? Or no, 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 no. Okay. It, but it's just like, he just wanted his brother there. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. Like really that's cute. funny. That's like an, another Buffy ref is how, and when uh, Xander splits in two, yeah. and it's actually his brother, his twin brother playing the other Xander. Yeah. Um, I always like when like shows can do that. Um, so then we, this all felt like very legion with how like uh trippy it was like when he's in the hallway they pass by another sarcophagus mm -hmm. where someone mm -hmm. seems to be banging on it um i i i was hoping they would get to the other personality i really thought mm -hmm. so um because it feels like we only have two episodes left like don't we need to like get everything in order for like the end um yeah and then laura who do they encounter after they're running away oh my god they encounter Tyrawit. Uh, uh, a hippo goddess. Uh, uh, like they mentioned her in the first episode when he um was organizing the merchandise. It was like a little hippo doll. Um, mm. and she's like the protector of women and children and childbirth or something like that. Um, but yeah, I was it was that was weird. That was really <laughs> weird for me. Uh, because like because for me, I, I I love like watching this whole scene. I was just like, oh man, there is a lot of like easter eggs there were so yeah. many easter eggs you know from throughout the thing that can make it look like he you know the legion kind of 
style. Like, I really love that aspect. And, you mm. know, the other personality is stuck in the, and the thing is, like, we, I think, feel like, I feel like we know it's another personality, but I feel like when my friend was watching it, she goes, I don't get it. So, because she just watched the, the series. So she mm. doesn't know that there's a third personality. And so, like, for me, I was just like, oh, I feel like they're going to showcase the third personality at the very end. Where mm. like so they they could get you to want to watch have another season or something or watch it because it'll be like hello like a Jake will just show up at the end for another personality but because uh, I don't think they have time to really showcase in within the two episodes of um to showcase everything but that hippo that like I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know what to expect from from after from after this episode like I I honestly after she's like hi and they all scream I was just like. Uh, I don't know where this is going to go now. Like, I honestly have no idea because it feels like it, it felt like it just transitioned to Legion to me where yeah. it's like, I just have to let it happen for me. Like, <laughs> just, like I'm trying to think too much. Like I just have to embrace that chaos, but I'm just like, I, like, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm looking at the Easter eggs. And then she showed up at the end. I was just like, Oh, I don't know what the F is going on. But okay. <laughs> and uh, just, uh, how do we say the the, the hippopotamus's name again? Um, Tarawet. Okay, because I was I I read your piece, Brett, and I was like, oh, I don't know how to say that name. I got to look that up. Yeah. I will say, you know, Twitter has not been that active about Moon Knight. And then literally that hippopotamus appearing was spoiled for me the moment I opened Twitter Wednesday morning. Um, and I assumed she was going to be in like the whole episode. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. The That's one what, exciting I mean, thing that happened on this show. <laughs> we're always waiting for that cute thing. That baby yeah, Yoda effect yeah. got worse. <laughs> I mean, it's always uh, cute though. I kind of want a doll now. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, give me a yeah, doll. Brett, I hope they make a Marvel legend. I feel like she would be a good build a figure. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that she was kind of dressed like. Oh, I know Jesus. Um, <laughs> the I like that she in my notes because I didn't know who she was when she appeared. I just put like, and a giant figure enters through the doorway. It is a hippopotamus dressed as Cleopatra. Cute. <laughs> like that's what my notes say about her. Um, and <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like I went from being scared a few minutes, like uh, minutes before, right. whenever with the mummy, and then I started cracking up as soon as I. Saw, I don't know why I laughed. I'm like, ha, 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 because I was not expecting that at all. Not, not even. I think I'm hoping this will be alligator Loki because with the horns and the <laughs> alligator, and it looks realistic and stuff. And this hippo looks realistic too. So and with with the with the whole dressing on it. So I feel like I feel like yeah, it's, that's a try. I feel like it's it's not trying to be Baby Yoda. I feel like it's trying to be alligator Loki. Mm, I can <laughs> yeah. see that. I can see that. <laughs> um, I I I also like that she had a soft voice too. I like she didn't yeah. have this like big booming god voice. She was just like hi. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah. like very like sweet sounding. <laughs> um, and I, 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 again, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, almost not like mad in a mad. Like, I was just like, man, now I really do want more. Like that weird cliffhanger, like definitely. And I keep saying this. I do feel like this is a show that would benefit from a binge. Um, but I, I mean, it left me wanting more. And I remember everyone everyone who got screeners saying that episode four was like the crazy episode. Um, and I definitely didn't expect it to be uh, this crazy, <laughs> but, 
Brett, a rebuttal? I mean, it feels like it could have. No, I mean, like, yeah, it, it feels like it should have been the end of episode three in a way, because it seems like the show is now starting is like getting started. And it's like there's just two episodes left. Um, I feel like you could have compressed a lot of two and three, maybe. Uh, but then I don't you know, I uh, we could watch the next two episodes and I could be like, oh, no, yeah, we got enough with that. So who knows? Um I know we, we still have the whole origin episode because they've cast actors as uh, Mark Spector's parents. Um, so oh, really? we have to see them at some point. And they're they're not older than Oscar Isaac. So it's definitely flashback. Yeah, man, you just got to be uh, stalking that Ooh. IMDb and Wikipedia page all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Yeah. Um, so. I. I mean, I liked it. I really I did really like this episode. Um, I guess we're at the end, right? <laughs> I guess. Um, if any of you have anything else to say about the institution or um, our wonderful hippopotamus goddess. Uh, <laughs> wait, Laura, you said she mostly is a protector of women, right? Women, children, and childbirth. Huh. So I do wonder how she'll play into this, right? I'm kind of thinking, is, is Layla pregnant? Uh, oh. Oh, I see. I was going to say she's going to help them. But then it's like give birth to the third personality. Oh, in that sarcophagus. <laughs> yeah, but like she's she's supposed to be for childbirth, and maybe maybe I, I have no idea because Amit is like you know the goddess of like what like like killing people before they do the bad things um <laughs> I, don't know that, the, yeah. I don't know what the word for it is but um <laughs> but yeah like um because she's like the the i'm just gonna call her hippo hippo goddess because i can't say tar- tarot like without yeah. yeah um she uh she's not in the comics she's there's no mention of her in the comics there's no mention oh, really of her in, yeah Oh, that's interesting. So I'm kind of curious of how, I mean, not, a lot of things aren't uh, like in the comics aren't in the series, but it's just like, it makes me curious of how she's going to play into this. And if, when I think of preg- it, like her, she's the like childbirth and pregnancy and women and children. It just makes me think like, okay, the only woman is Layla um, and Amit, but Amit, you know, is, is, is a goddess. So, um, but yeah, like it just made me think of like, oh, maybe, that's affected but if i have to say if layla's pregnant was pregnant and she's like fighting like that oh oh, that props to her i swear to god (laughs) (laughs) it's a very fair point um all right now that we're at the end um favorite scene justin oh wow uh (laughs) favorite scene uh mommy with no arm stabbing with bone (laughs) she dodged that real quick like wow okay wait justin i do want to tell you earlier when you said this i was like oh right that wasn't a knife i thought the mummy somehow had a knife in its head (laughs) (laughs) um she was good at dodging that uh what was your favorite scene laura uh i like i think i think the same as you the one oscar isaac punched himself in the face um (laughs) also when he fell down the um when he when he first appeared Stephen when he first appeared he fell down and he first appeared into the tomb like mm. I I love the comedy aspect of it like um yeah. because like it's such a serious show and like I just love I love it having any type of humor um yeah. because like I was just like okay this is like I really have to fight hard to really like get into this like mm-hmm. and I feel like the comedy really helped a lot 
um, when he yeah. he goes, it's gorgeous. And she goes, oh, thank you. And he's like talking about the tomb. Right. And anything, anything really with his scenes, I, it's just, it, it, it brought some like levity to the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, Brett. I really liked the, I'll say the, the first, the initial mummy attack when uh, Layla's like tr- on the ground and the mummy's like dissecting that dude and she's trying not to spook him. The entire sequence is great. Okay, real creepy. Yeah. 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 It's really, yeah, it's really well done. I think my favorite is um, her on the ledge, the way that's shot with the mummy, like grasping at her face and pulling her into the shadows and how we get the second of her like reaching out and getting pulled back in. I really love that. But then a close runner up is Mark and Steven hugging when they're reunited. I really love that. Um, what grade do we give this episode? Uh, Laura? Um, uh, I think this is like maybe my uh, another favorite of mine, just because the chaos. I, once I embraced the chaos, um, uh, I, I think a B. Okay, all right, uh, Brett. B plus. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Justin. I'm gonna give this episode of the Oscar Isaac Magic Sex Hour a B plus. <laughs> See, <laughs> I've been giving it. I've been giving the show a B every episode but this one this one i actually do give an a because i did i did embrace the, as as laura's been saying i embraced the chaos and i just was like this is great i love this chaos um <laughs> and this was one of the first episodes since episode i mean it's only episode four but two and three i very much um in our recordings i felt like i was like struggling to find new <sighs> things to say um because it felt like episodes one through three could have been one pushed into one episode almost. Um, and this episode felt like, oh, I have like new things to say. I have, there's like different things going on. I love a like tomb heist. Um, you know, I, I, I was very charmed by all of it. Uh, so yeah, I give it an A. Um, Brett, Justin, and Laura, thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this was, I think, of episodes of the podcast. I think this is only the second one I've ever done without a co-host. So look, look at us. <laughs> um, it's fun. If you liked Slayerfest 98, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can subscribe to our Patreon. We're going through Harley Quinn Season 2 and What If Season 1 currently. And uh, the support is much appreciated. We just started a new Discord server. Um, where all the guests also are invited to join. So I will send it to all three of you if any of you are interested. Um, and if you want to follow us on social, we are at SlayerFestX98. I am at IanXCarlos on social media. Laura, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at L-Syrikul, S- uh, L-S-I-R-I-K-U-L. Um, I'm, I write for a whole bunch of different places like Nerd to Color, IGN, uh, Nerdist, and, and the Geek, and a few other places. So you can find my work there. And Justin, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Justin C E N T R I C, uh, Justin Centric, or my website, justinpossible.com. And Brett, where can everyone find you? That's uh, at Brett White on Twitter and Instagram. And you can read my uh, Moon Knight coverage on Decider, as well as uh, The Ultimatum and Love is Blind and a whole bunch of other garbage Netflix reality shows. <laughs> <laughs> I, tweeting Brett's Brett, uh, Brett I don't know how you you are always writing a piece I feel like you write like 10 a day and I have learned about many a reality show from tweeting your uh, articles <laughs> god yeah they're bad nothing wrong with it I have plenty of friends that love reality shows um, I don't you almost them. sold <laughs> you almost sold me on the ultimatum and I never watch reality shows no, no you watch that it's awful <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Well, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. And thank you all for joining me. We will see you. Well, I won't be here, but uh, Ashley and Ashley K. Smalls and Stephanie Williams will be co-hosting episode five. And then I will be back for episode six. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.